The saying goes, when one door closes, another door opens. But sometimes the opposite is true. On today's case, Ms. Blewett says she was devastated when told she was slowly losing her eyesight. She says her only comfort came from knowing that she had her supportive partner, Mr. Coleman, by her side. Now she says Mr. Coleman has proved himself to not only be a liar, but a cheater as well. She says she's here to give him an ultimatum. Fix his bad habits or she will shut him out of her life for good. Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Honor, this is the case of Blewett versus Coleman. Thank you very much. Ms. Blewett, you've come to court today ready to end your engagement. You say your fiancé needs to come clean about his indiscretions or you're going to walk out of my courtroom a single woman. Yes, Your Honor. And Mr. Coleman, you say you are determined to save your relationship. You say Ms. Blewett is paranoid and you will prove today that you never betrayed her. Yes, Your Honor. Okay, Ms. Blewett and Mr. Coleman, you all have been together quite some time. You are a mature couple, so... These issues should be able to be resolved relatively quickly if we both come to the table being solution-oriented. You're together nine years. You do live together. Ms. Blue, why are we in court today? I am here to give my fiancé an ultimatum, and if he doesn't want to do marriage and counseling, then it's over because he is a, a, a liar and a cheater, and he's unsupportive. So, Ms. Blue, those are big, heavy allegations. Mr. Coleman? What say you to those allegations, sir? Well, actually, Your Honor, I'm here today to hope that she would stop accusing me of cheating and being with different women and hanging out and doing those things that I don't do. But, you know, hopefully today I can, you know, work something out and possibly try to stay with her and be able to make this situation work out. And I really would like it. You, know? you all have been engaged for one year, but you haven't pulled the trigger. Something tells me it's because you have some unresolved issues. Ms. Blewett, tell me how you all met and what led us to get to this point today. Me and him had met at a nightclub and he thought I was gay, but I wasn't gay. So me and him had started talking, we exchanged numbers, and then about maybe a week or two later, he had called me and he said that he was in a situation and then I was in a situation too with my house because I had a two-bedroom house and he came in as a room. He said that him and his son didn't have nowhere to go. So I was like, well, you and, you and your son can stay here and I'll just sleep in the living room. You can have my bedroom. And then he was like, well, no, you, you know, you can come in the room too. And I was like, well, no, I don't know you like that. You can just have my room. So, long, long story, story short, short, me and him have been together ever since. <laughs> like, I knew that was coming in. <laughs> now, you all are about a decade apart. Ms. Blewett, you're 40. Mr. Coleman, you're 51. Did that present any issues for you? Well, I would put it this way. I've been in relationships in the past with, with women, you know, my age and whatnot, and, and some older than me, and the younger ones wasn't, wasn't my choice. But in this situation, when I ran across her, she was beautiful, of course, and I wanted to see if I could make it work, and then I was like, well, I really didn't want to get into the you know, the situation with a younger person, but I would give it a chance because most of the older women that I was dating and things like that, they would take care of me. So I didn't have anything to worry about. I got with her. I'm a good father figure. She, she has a beautiful daughter. And, and you mm -hmm. know, I had all, all of my sons are grown and they're boys. 
So this was like my first daughter. So I kind of fell in love with that idea as I well. I understand that. Has he been a good father figure? Yeah, yeah. To he, your, he your has, family? Yeah, he has been. So and then it, what makes you say he's a liar? Well, everything started changing after a while. So one night he told me that he was going to the gas station and an hour later, his phone had ended up calling me and I heard music and this girl, I heard her in the background. I can, it's, her voice is so loud and... You knew exactly who it was? Yes, I knew exactly wh who it was. Where was he? At her house because I hacked his Facebook account and she had sent him the address. Uh-huh. And, and he didn't tell you that he was going over no, to the neighbor said, girl's house? No. Mr. When Coleman, I, you know, did you tell her you were at the neighbor's house going to a party or something? No, I didn't tell her because I actually didn't plan on going to the party. I actually just went to the store and, and happened to see a couple of my friends over there. Well, did he lie, tell you he was somewhere else? No, he know me and the girl don't get along. No, no way. And That's I don't... probably why he didn't tell you that he was going over there. Because <clears throat> y'all don't get along. And that's normally, and yes, exactly. She gets upset about everybody. It don't matter. Why don't you get along? Do you think she's after your man? Yes. They did sleep together. They uh, slept together? Yes. No, that is absolutely So what fun. proof do you have that they slept together? He had a phone recording app on his phone that records his phone, every phone conversations, and he was asking her to sleep with him, and she told him no. You actually heard him asking this woman to sleep with her. Yeah. Your Honor, I went, when I left that store and my friends was just right around the corner, they was having a cookout. So, of course, I go over to the cookout because from, like, from the back of my apartment to the back of their apartment, it's about 30 yards between the two. I didn't, I didn't like to bring her to things, and that's what I started realizing. You know, um, yes, I'm an older man, I'm with a younger woman, but... But for the most part, I didn't bring her to Atlanta to, to dog her out and, you know, or anything like that. I was trying to just get her and the family together, and I kind of wanted a new start. So when I got to this party, all my friends were there. We're cooking. We're enjoying ourselves. And then all of a sudden, people in the party come to me and say, hey, man, um, is that your girl back there in the back? So I'm like, what do you mean? They said, man, she is laying down in the grass. What? And then I go to the back door and everybody's running to the back door. This is embarrassing. And she was calling herself hiding to, to watch me and try to see what I was doing. Like so I was, wait a minute. Your friends caught her spying on you. Laying down in the grass. And what she called... Like reconnaissance? Like... Sniper mode. That's exactly the You know, that's the is. exact vision I had in my because head. Because I used to play a little sniper game. So okay, I, that's all I can say. You have to lay that Wait, Miss, Miss Blue, what in the heck? Yes, I, was, I did do that. Because he was sending me through a lot. Ma'am, nobody in the world should make you go and look that crazy. Out in and public. And it's embarrassing. I mean... Miss Blue, you literally were in the grass? Yes, I was. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Miss Blue, what were you not... thinking you were going to see? They were at a cookout. Exactly. What were you looking for, baby? I wanted to see what was going on while he was over there at the cookout. And what because did you see? I didn't see anything exactly. at that time. Exactly. We was at a hotel room, and we had a friend. He started getting too comfortable with the girl, and so I put a phone underneath my clothes while he was not there. And when I got back to the hotel after I got off work, I listened to the recording, and then I heard him having sex. 
Promotional consideration provided by Divorce Court will be right back. Okay, you're going to have to prove to me that this man is a liar because I am not getting anything from you that's proven to me that he is a liar. Make your case. We was at a hotel room, and we had a friend, and she had kids, so we would uh, go to her room, and she would um, come to ours while I was there. Got it. And he started getting too comfortable with the girl, and I I would ask him if he wouldn't have her there at the room, at my room, why I wasn't there. I understand that. You said, and, I don't want other women in the room when I'm not present. Right. Okay? So Was that and, an agreement that the two of you made? Yes. And okay. He, he agreed that he would not do that. But I started getting suspicious about it, and so I put a phone underneath my clothes while he was not there, and I put it on, on recording. Mm-hmm. So when I got back to the hotel after I got off work, I listened to the recording. And I heard the girl come in and sit down, and she was playing music. And um, so they were communicating back and forth. And then the TV got cut on, and then I heard him having sex. But I didn't hear no moaning or anything, but You're the bed it. was moving. You're on it. Mr. Coleman? The bed was moving. See, I mean, this is, this is, this is the reason why we having these issues anyway. Did you have sex with this woman in the room? No, I did not. Mr. Coleman, did you have the woman in the room? She did come in the room. Okay, why was she in the room when you all had made an agreement that you weren't going to have any other women in the room? I try to be as truthful and honest as as I possibly can. But when that girl, when she came up there, she was having a headache or something and needed, needed some medication or something. And, you know, I just told her, hold on, come in. But I don't take medicines. I don't take anything. How about wait right here and I'll bring it to you? Well, I, I guess, you know, I could have done that. But mainly I mean, because uh, I'm only talking about what your agreement is with your fiancé. If your agreement with the fiancé is, I'm not going to have this girl in the room, especially this girl, because I know you don't like her, yeah. and then you end up having her in the room, regardless yeah. of what happened, and clearly she was in there longer than she needed to be because if she's playing music and stuff, she's socializing. She's not waiting on me- medicine. Well, I agree, I agree. I didn't have to have her in the room and, you know, I made that mistake. I mean, you know, by letting her come in the room. But, I, I you know, it was, it was nothing sexual. So I felt like, you know, if she's coming in the room just to, you know, get a pill or something, because I had to go through her stuff to find out what to give her because I don't take medication. So I was looking, you know, through her medicines to see what to give her. And I guess I kind of gave her the wrong thing. So you're her. telling me it was innocent? <laughs> Everything was yes, innocent that yes, was happening? Yes, ma'am. I mean, you know, I'm... I don't know if you're telling the truth or not. I do know that you violated the rule that you all put into place. One of his ex-girlfriends comes down out of my house. So I go in the house and look, my whole room is cleaned up, bed made and everything. Smelling good. And does Mr. Coleman regularly make up the bed? And... No, I do all the cleaning. Mr. Coleman, who cleaned the room? If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Ms. Blewett, I understand there was something that had to do with this ex-girlfriend. Tell me about this. So I was supposed to go to work, but I didn't. Because I had a, a feeling something was going to happen. So I stayed around my apartment 
And I kept listening to my back door to see if anybody was in my house. Now, he, one of his sons was over my house. So, in other words, you're doing hear... that sniper thing all over again, but from the car. There you go. So, I ended up calling my um, babe's phone, and I went and hid behind the tree. So, I told my babe that I'm coming home, I don't feel good, and I'm 15 minutes away. So, his son comes down the stairs, and one of his ex-girlfriends comes down out of my house and gets in her car. So I go over to her and ask her, why are you in my house? And she said, I need to ask Derek. So I go upstairs and ask him why you have your ex-girlfriend in my house. And he gonna say that she was taking me to the store. Because our car had broke down at the time, so she gonna say... And that's facts, though, you know what I mean? So I go in the house and look, my whole room is cleaned up, bed made and everything. Smelling good. Did you leave the room like that when you left? No. And does Mr. Coleman regularly make up the bed? And... No. I do all the cleaning. Mr. He Coleman, don't do that. clean the room. I don't recall that. I'm, I'm... No, mm-mm, that's not good <laughs> enough for me. I mean, because I know, that, I, know that, I know that she came over, but it was a girlfriend that I used to date when I was in high school. Why would you and have we... an ex-girlfriend in your present fiancé's house mm. when you know that she is jealous and does not want to have this person in her spot? Well, it was a rainy day when she came. I just didn't want to leave her outside. I told her she could sit down while I, while I get my stuff on so that we could... But up in her bedroom and you well, left this other didn't woman... Go, she didn't go in the bedroom. Well, excuse me, who cleaned up then? Who made the bed? Who sprayed the Febreze? Who did all of that? Well, I don't really recall mm-hmm. all that. Ms. Blewett, was the house I mean... different than when you left? Yes, it was. It was cleaned up? Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Coleman, somebody was My up there. My son was there, too. So, I when, mean... If... When the last time your son came up in y'all's bedroom and made the bed and put the Febreze in there? Come on, now. I mean, I'm saying if my son was there, too. She did say... My son come down the steps and... I know, but you know. I don't know what tricky-to-trick tricks you and your son are up to. She was in the I house. Don't she was in the house five minutes. I have any knowledge of that. She was only in there a few minutes because of the fact that if she was... Three hours. Oh, uh, you know, um, I mean, let me tell you this, Mr. Coleman. The reason that Miss Blewett is insecure is because you do stupid stuff like that. Well... You know, good and doggone well, of all the people that you need to have take you to the store, it does not need to be your ex-girlfriend. And even if... She's going to take you to the store. She needs to send you a, a cell phone text message to say, I'm on my way. I'll be there in five minutes. Come on out. Then she shouldn't be up in the house. That is a way to avoid every single problem that you had in this regard. If somebody right. is simply taking you to the store. And right. it avoids the problem and the backlash of her having to be Carmen Santiago up in here behind the woods in the trees. Well, I mean, I, I didn't understand right. that. But, I mean, it was for a few minutes. I, and then we were going out. She don't want no chicks in her house. Okay. Robert, would you please tell him so that I don't have to say it again? No females in the house, bro. All right. All right. No chicks in the house when she's not there. Is that gonna be a problem for you? No, no. Because I, I can imagine if the roles were reverser hmm. and you said, Aunt. I don't want to have any men in the house when I'm not there, and you came home in sniper mode, and she had ex-boyfriends coming about your house. Something tells me you would not like that. 
Well, true. I mean, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I mean, I can't argue with that. No, because you, you'd have had a problem. If you saw but I'm a her ex-man... I'm not, I'm not, I know, I'm not but you're going to ask something I'm not and you're going to feel some kind of way. You're going to be like, what was he doing up in my crib? She's, she's the one that... She she lies all the time about little stuff that I... You know, she goes out. She went with her friends one time. She called me. She said, well, babe, my girl, a friend want to do girls' night out. So then I said, well, where are y'all going? She said, well, we're going to the tip and paint thing. I've never been. I don't really know what that is. And then I said, well, I don't know what it is either. But, you know, we'll talk about that later because when she mentioned it to me, I was coaching. Well, what was wrong with the sip and paint? Because it's erotic nude sip and paint. Oh, so it was a naked dude? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't go to strip clubs. I don't go to all this stuff and be out there... You know, looking at naked women running around, so... Get your point, Miss Blue. Excuse me? You went to our neighbor's house and he had all nude women over there, so... And I didn't go over there hounding you about that. I didn't do a tick-for-tack thing to you about that. That was a one-time situation, though. That was a one-time thing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I mean, that was... It's time for a spin. (laughs) What did you just say to me? That was a one-time thing that happened. (laughs) But wait a minute, something tells me she doesn't go to the nude sipping paint on a regular basis either. I don't even have no friends. How many times did you go to the nude sipping paint? Only one, and we was only there for two hours. I didn't even enjoy myself because I was uncomfortable. You were at a neighbor's party that was filled with nude women? It was a... Yeah. They was having, a, like, a bachelor's party thing. I mean, that was a, just a one-time thing. But the nude Period. sipping paint was a one-time thing. And she was there for two hours. And I do know what sipping paint is. There'd be a bunch of people around... Well, I ain't never, I never been. I never and been. She always... And either painting the model... No, or it wasn't, socializing. It wasn't the model. It was this little paper thing that and had were drawn nude on men, though. already. She said that the, see what she were lied the men with... there actually nude or was yeah, it they got nude. She lied first. She said they wasn't. They they had on. You know what? And then neither she... one of you have a leg to stand on in this. You going to the stripper bachelor party <laughs> and you going no. to the nude paint party and guess what? Y'all are grown people. And unless somebody is coming in here telling me they saw or heard that their significant other violated the trust in the relationship, then this is of no significance. Mr. Coleman, do you think she had sex while she was over at the sipping paint? No, I don't. I don't Thank you. Think... Stop, Miss Blue. Do you think he had sex at the bachelor party with the people? I know he didn't do. No. Okay, so why are we talking about it next? Next time on Divorce Court. I know that there has been accusations of cheating, cheating, cheating. You have an accusation as it relates to a young lady named Siobhan. She's in a relationship with his best friend. I start noticing her keep staring at my babe, giving him googly eyes. So I mentioned it to her. You're getting too close to my babe. Can you back up a little bit? Siobhan has agreed to come in and testify. What do you think about the plaintiff and the defendant's relationship? It's very toxic. She's going to lose Derek and somebody else going to snatch him up. And if I wanted him, I could have had him. You're jealous. You're jealous and you go hate her. It's not the fact that I'm jealous. You're it's jealous. It's the way that you... she acts. When I go out the room, they act funny. Then when I come back in the room... There is no question that you are jealous and insecure. Made in Georgia.